Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Um, we do want to talk, though, about carers and the fact that they aren't in a position to get a pension. And I know for a lot of people, um, it's a huge source of worry and concern, naturally, because they feel that the state doesn't recognise the value and the work and the commitment and the dedication um, that they put in to minding their loved one. But also, let's face it, like the money that the, the, the state is saving. Um, by virtue of the fact that people actually are staying at home to mind their loved ones. Jane is with us on the line today in Wexford because, Jane, you are a carer, so therefore I assume you're going to be in this position regarding your pension. Well, actually, Andrea, um, and, and I totally agree with, with your introduction there, I, I'm actually one of one of the um, the lucky ones when it comes to pension provision. Now, um, I'm what I, I suppose I would call myself as a lifetime carer, um, I'm a carer for my two sons who are both autistic and who both have intellectual disability. They're both adults now, and uh, my older son is 22 and my younger son is, is 18. And we've been a one-parent family for almost eight years now since my husband and uh, the boy's dad uh, passed away very young. So I suppose I would have been in work before um, my older son was born and, um, you know, around the time when he was coming up, I suppose, meeting developmental milestones, my late husband and I kind of recognised that there was there were some milestones that he was missing. But look, at cutting a long story short, I would have taken a year out of work mm. um, to look after him. And then I um, had another baby, um, my second son. Um, who was also diagnosed with autism. Both boys were diagnosed with autism and intellectual disability. And I suppose during that time as well, I would have also cared for my elderly parents. So look, at um, during that time, um, Andrea, I, I would have been receiving the carer's allowance. Now, if you were receiving the carer's allowance, there is pe- pension provision for you under the carer's allowance. Um, whether you're a lifetime carer or whether you're caring for a period of time, maybe to look after an elderly parent or a young child with, with a disability. Um, but what we're most concerned about, and um, I suppose as a carer, and I also work on a part-time basis for Family Carers Ireland, Andrea, um, but what we're most concerned about is those carers who fall outside of the loop where they, they wouldn't have received carers allowance due to due to the fact that it's means tested or in a, a situation where they were working outside of the home outside of the home as well um you know that but may have needed to take a period of time off work so within those times they they there wouldn't have been a pension provision for them but i suppose you know you mentioned in your introduction at, um andrea about valuing um family care yeah. and you know i suppose People who care for loved ones at home who are family carers do so because they love the people that they care for and they want to give them the best. Absolutely. The, the best quality of life that they can. But they save the state 20 billion euros a year. Um, so we will be very concerned about people 
and I would be very concerned about people who fall out of the yeah. loop. Well, that's the, the thing, and I, I know, yeah. I know, Jane, that you know, um, in more, in more often than not, I suppose the the people that get in touch with us are those people that are outside, you know, that that catchment and mm. and don't fit that criteria. And look, eighteen hundred four five three one zero six is the number if you find yourself in that position and you want to join us here in the program. Jane, will you just stay with us because I do want to bring in Niall as well. Um, Niall is with us in Meath. Why did you get in touch about this, Niall? I got in touch because uh, of my wife, the way she was treated, you know, when she did look for the for the, the pension. I'll, ju- I'll just put you in the picture. She, we, we have eight children and she reared the eight children. We were married young and we had eight children and she worked. She left school at 13 and she worked and then we were married at 21 or so. And we reared the eight children. Unfortunately, young Thomas, he was our youngest. He, he got muscular. He has muscular. He had muscular dystrophy. And she looked after him for the last 25 years, every moment of her life. Now, all the others are all out working and everything, but she never left his side for 25 years, washing him, cleaning him, feeding him. And in the end, it, got, it was terrible at the end. Anyway, to make, get away from that, when she went to go look for her pension, she was told, no, she wasn't entitled to a pension. She didn't make any contributions. She had enough contributions. And what I could never understand was, she reared eight children, she couldn't go out to work. And she looked after Tom for 25 years. And he died in her, in her arms there in, in, in April. Oh, and to be treated like that, to, yeah, to be treated like that, to be told that she was worthless and she felt worthless and that she wasn't entitled to any pension. She was, she was, she was your son Tom's full-time carer, is that right? Oh, yeah, she never yeah. left his side. And believe me, anyone that knows, knows where we come from. She never left his side. She idolised him. And her heart was broke when he was gone. And then this, to add this insult to injury, to say that she was, she was worthless. No, she did. I have to tell you that she did get on because I have a contributory pension. She got on to a pension that I, she's my, she's dependent. I'm, I have a dependent. She's my dependent. Do you know what I mean? Because, we, but that's, it's making her feel useless, worthless. And she was devastated afterwards. Absolutely devastated by the way we were treated. And we had to look for it a few months before. And all I was getting was my contributory pension. And lucky enough, lucky enough, I stayed on doing part-time work, driving uh, school buses. If I hadn't that, if I hadn't done that, I would have, myself and herself would have been trying to keep a house on £253 a week. That's all we had coming in, and they refused her the pension. And she she cried in the kitchen. She cried her eyes out, and she felt worthless. And and now she feels that she, you know that she my dependent, you know that I'm. It's me, you know, and she doesn't feel that she for herself, for her own, you know that she's a woman and worked hard and, and bloody hard as she worked, and reared them kids hard, put them all through school and college, on hard times. And we came through a hard time and then to be treated like that by our own government. It's an absolute disgrace. And then you have the tax crowd because Tom wasn't only a couple of months dead sending out that it was driving in a, a legal van that they wanted money back from the day he died on the car because he had a tax free disc because he was in a wheelchair. What kind of a, of a government or what are we running in the, 
Now, in fairness to them, they look after people coming in from everywhere. And rightly so. They're dead right to do that. Mm. But they don't look after their own. You see, I... A woman that reared reared eight children. I know. My God, how hard does she have it? And then we may feel worthless. And that's the, the, the... That's the... The message, Niall, I can tell you, you know, coming in here on the text line today from people who talk about working as family carers and that are outside of um, that criteria that, that Jane mentioned and just feeling in, in the same position as, um, as as your wife, you know, as well. Stay with us, Niall, because I just want to bring Liz in too. Liz is on the line. Um, like, Liz, in listening to, to Niall and so many others, I mean, like, it has to be, it has to be a huge concern for people. Oh, absolutely. Um, my heart breaks for that mm-hmm. man. I'm really sorry. Um, it's actually hard to speak after listening to him. But I'm a carer as well for my daughter. She has a condition called EB, a genetic skin condition. Um, and basically her skin just shears off and I've cared for her for 18 years. Um, I work part-time out the, outside the home, the 15 hours, which is really, really hard to get a job at 15 hours if you're in receipt of carer's allowance. It's a bit of a joke, really because I had to give up my full-time career and all my expectations to care for my daughter. And that's not feeling sorry for myself. I also love my daughter very, Mm. very, very much. And I give 210% every day. But again, I often feel worthless. And exactly as that gentleman just said, in our country, I have no problem with us helping other countries, but we are not looking after our own. And that's for sure. And I can vouch for that. We have been treated deplorably. So because you were in receipt of the carer's allowance, Liz, does this mean, so you'll have no, like, what does this mean for you now with your pension? Um, I'm not quite sure. I suppose I'm 54 now, but it has made really, really food for thought as in regards to, I presume, because I work 15 hours, I obviously don't earn an awful lot of money. I do pay my TRSI and a small amount of um, tax, but is is it enough that I would get the same contributory pension as pension that everybody else, considering free having my daughter. I worked full, in a full-time capacity and that was taken out of my control because my daughter needs full-time care. Jane, in like you're listening to Liz there as well. I mean, do, do you have any advice for, for Liz? And look at as well, Andrea, just to say that carer's allowance is only €224 Euro per week. Um, I'm just sorry as well to say to Niall, I'm, I'm very sorry um, for his loss and I share his his absolute justified outrage with, with regards to how his wife has been treated. Um, I really do feel she should be valued for the work and for the love and care that she gave her son. Um, you know, by the state and by society, to be honest with you, Andrea, and, 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 and that is something that really needs to change, that people like Niall's wife you know, that they are valued um, from a social perspective, but also from a financial perspective, and that they're not left in the position um, after working so hard all through their lives that Niall's wife is in now, um, and my heart goes out to them. And and also for Liz, I suppose I would be in a similar situation to Liz myself. Now, carer's allowance is only €224 per week. Um, you might remember during the pandemic, um, Andrea, you know, the PUP was €350 Euros mm. per week because the government advised that people couldn't, families couldn't possibly live off anything less than that. Well, mm. here's the thing, it's not possible for carers to live off €224 Euros a week, um, particularly in the current climate, you know, which is, you know, I'm, I've only recently returned to the workplace myself, Andrea, because 
really and truly, um, I, you know, I was very concerned about how I would manage to keep the home for my sons, how I'd um, pay for groceries. I live in rural Ireland, how I'd pay for a car because I absolutely cannot manage without one. Um, so, I mean, you know, from, from Liz's point of view, um, you know, I mean, it, it mightn't be any... any um, it might be any harm to maybe get in touch with revenue and just just to ensure that those those pension contributions are yeah. being made, um, and and that she will be looked after when you know what I mean when it comes to her her retirement. But really and truly, the means testing as well for carers allowance, you know, really should be abolished because I mean family carers are. I suppose the, the hidden workforce that behind the health service, the health service could not survive with, without the work of family carers who who do the, you know, the day to day, twenty four seven, and I'm, I'm sure Liz will probably agree with me. Even when you are at work, you know, in, in your out of home job, you're still always on call. You know, um, so there's a lot of juggling. There's a lot of very hard work that, you know, Niall spoke about with his wife as well. Carers work really, really hard. Yeah. And, and oh, when you can hard. hear it, oh, listening to Niall, yeah. I mean, you're, Niall, like, you're, you know, my heart would break for you listening to to your yeah. story there today and, and your wife. And as you say, like, it's it's not about, um, it's not about the, it's not about the, the financial contribution, but it's just, as you say, it's the, it's the recognition of the work that your wife did, you know, uh, in at home and and with your son all over the years, and and I'm sure that's you know I know that's that's what it's about. Magella Beatty Nile actually is with us too because Magella's from Care Champions Ireland, and uh, and she's on the line. Magella, I don't know if you got to hear um, Nile and and Liz uh, Liz's story on the program, but like, in what situation do people, I suppose, qualify for a pension when they're carers? Because it seems to me that most people who are carers don't. No, I think, um, you know, people who, uh, like in my own situation, actually, you know, I worked until my parents got sick and then I had to give up work. Um, so I expect that I will qualify for some level of of, uh, of a pension. But people who have to give up, um, give up employment for quite a long time are the people who end up being punished more severely for saving the state so much money in the first place. So what advice is there for people? Um, for for carers around all of this, Magella, like, or or what do you and Care Champions Ireland? How do you advise people, I suppose, to to seek advice on this or to try and just get some help? Yeah, um, actually, Family Carers Ireland have a great document on their website, um, which explains people's rights and the different schemes that family carers may potentially be able to apply for. And um, you know, uh, our own our own group within Care Champions, we are families ourselves and our group kind of came together to try and support each other as carers and um, you know and really um unfortunately for me I didn't know about carers credits when I when I was caring but there is a little bit of information out there and I have to say Family Carers Ireland website really is the place to go to get um the most comprehensive and up-to-date information on that there is like the homemaker scheme uh, carers credited, which is credited social insurance contributions. There's um, there's a number of things. I actually only looked at it there this morning myself. Okay. Yeah. 
I suppose the, the big question what a lot of the texters are asking today is will the situation ever change and, and that seems to be I suppose the, the main uh, worry or concern for, for a lot of people. Niall, just before I let you go, you talked about your wife um, and the fact yeah. that you, you lost your son earlier this this year but like how are you doing yourself? Yeah. I mean how are you keeping? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm hanging in there. Bad days and good days. You know, yeah. good days and bad days. I know. It's, it's very raw yet. Of course it but is. But the only thing the only thing is I say is all cares go to this. The crime doesn't go on when he died. As, as the person says, we started uh, grieving the day we were told his condition. And all them carers is out there, they're carrying that grief with them. As long as, uh, also caring. And they cry, and they have more bad days. And then when, there's such unbelievably pain when you're looking after your own. You see the pain that they're in. And you get pain I have to go. I'm, I'm, I, I leave. I leave you be. Okay. Absolutely. To, to, to mind yourself, Nylan. I can't imagine how how tough it is for for you and and your wife at the moment. As you mentioned, your your son just passed away there only a number of months ago in April of this year. But listen, take care of yourself, Nylan, and thank you for for sharing your story with us on the program today. I mean, your heart would just break there listening to Niall. Um We'll take a, we'll take a short break. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.